Welcome to Nunia Business Podcast, episode 34, When Nice Guy Isn't Nice, with your hosts, Becca and Megan. Today, we talk about nice guy, the nice guy we defended in episode 24, when we talked about the debilitating condition known as second male lead syndrome, because it turns out nice guy isn't always so nice. In fact, sometimes he's a psychotic, nightmare-fueled relationship from the fiery pits of the earth. We're talking to you, temperature of love in your honor. That's right. Today, we talk about when second male lead syndrome goes wrong. Or right? However you want to look at it. We also talk about a new game that Becca's husband likes to play, almost cry over the fact that this is our last podcast together in person, try to settle our nauseous stomachs because we're seeing three K-pop concerts in the next five days, and we do two listener game requests. If GOT7 were Disney characters, and if BTS were Disney princesses. That's what you're in for today on Nunia Business. <clears throat> Let's do this. Okay. Oh, now. <laughs> later. I'm Let's like, do this later. I'm sitting here wait, like, okay, she'll, she'll start recording here in a minute. And then it was recording. It's fine. I was trying to catch you saying something naughty. I would never. <laughs> we actually got together a while ago, but we've been watching Got 7 music videos. We've been watching a lot of Got 7 content, dance practices. I made Becca watch uh, the Duality of JB video. Oh, we should post that because... I love Duality videos. Ooh. I love I love it when they take an idol and show him being handsome and then show him being a ding-dong. A real ding-dong. A yeah. real meme maker. This is my very favorite thing. He's a baby maker and a meme maker all in one. <laughs> Was that too far? No, that's We're like, all friends, perfect. right? Yeah. I could say that. Yeah, we could okay. totally say that. Uh, Megan, before we get started, I have a present for you. Uh-oh. We have to say that I don't want to cry. This might be our last time podcasting together. It won't be. In this basement. Well, it won't be because I'll be back in like a week before I move for like a week. I haven't told you that yet. I'm so sad. I know. I'll come back a lot and we'll do it in here. Are you, are you going to cry? Don't. Are you going to cry? I feel so bad. I made you a present. No. To put up in Jeff's house. Oh, are you ready? Yes. Here you go. <laughs> do you like it? <laughs> I'm actually going to use it. I, I was looking tonight. I'm oh like, what can God. I make her real quick? Oh, my God. <laughs> it says, go away. I'm BTSing. <laughs> Does anyone, please tell me you all remember this classic Nunia business moment. When I told my husband, go away, I'm BTSing oh right now. And I, he said, you're, you're what? And I go, I'm BTSing. And he, he said, you heard oh, me. I thought you said something else. This is the most wonderful thing. Do you like it? I, yes. I made her a little chalkboard sign that she can put on her bedroom door. And it Seriously. says, go away, I'm BTSing. Becca knows I need a lot of alone time. As do I. And this is going to be that indicator. Give her her space. You are wonderful. Thank you. Do I you love like it, it so much. Good. Yes. I'm glad. Becca is cheering me up because my last day at work was yesterday because I uh, like resigned from my job. Because so she's I moving can move, to Chicago so with her I can boyfriend. Move, right. Yep. Um, but it's hard. Change is hard. So I'm, I'm struggling with that. I got your back, girl. Remember, I, I was laid off in November, which is why we started this podcast. That's right. And for seven or eight long months, Man, I did not long? have a job. Actively. Actively did not have a job. Yeah. I wasn't intentionally seeking one. But it was still a moment of like, 
oh my god what do i do what am i doing and i am actively seeking a job not as actively as some may suggest Mm -hmm. but that's fine (laughs) it's hard to seek a job when you don't live there yet. it's really hard so the my moving process like i said is going to be a couple weeks long but um i'm i've I've put it so my last day was strategically wednesday of this week Wednesday. I try to do anything big on a Wednesday so that I can sing that song. Um, But I honestly did it because I wasn't sure they were going to give me the vacation time I requested for the BTS concert. So I just quit the week before. That's smart. I have my priorities in check. That's smart. So next week is devoted entirely to to enjoying K-pop. So tell our listeners real quick because Megan's been holding back on me. I have First off, we have front row... BTS tickets. Can't think about. For Wednesday night at the United Center. We're very excited. If any listeners are going to be there, find us. Please reach out to us. Maybe we could meet up. We would love to meet people. Um, Then Megan, out of the goodness of her heart, bought us all DPR DPR Live Live tickets for Tuesday night. Funny story about that. Irene bought them all. (laughs) I was going to. And then she got home first and did it. Irene. I should have just taken the credit for that one, but I didn't. So our friend Irene is flying in from Boston for mm-hmm. all of this K-pop mm-hmm. madness. And, and our- then Megan drops the bomb on me tonight. <laughs> like months ago, my boyfriend and I bought tickets to go see Hyukko because they're like one of my top three favorite Korean bands ever. And they're going to be in Chicago tomorrow. So Megan's going to go see three K-pop groups in, in Chicago. Like a week. In, within five days of each other. And this is why this is the best time to be alive. Yes. Because 10 years ago, I, do you know how hard it would have been to see a Korean band in Chicago? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just selling the Midwest short. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it would not have been this easy. We are a global Why a global do you have world. such a glamorous life? Oh, yeah. Unemployed. You make me feel like such glamorous. a loser. I'm moving in with my boyfriend after six glamorous years <laughs> of living at my parents' house where I sleep <laughs> with a cat on top of my head every night. <laughs> also, I'm a drooler. Very glamorous. She puts herself down. If you guys ever meet her in person, she'll make you sick to your stomach because she's beautiful well, and I'll flawless. I'll make you sick to your stomach. <laughs> You don't want to know why. There all are right, quit jimminying all over. You're going to make people <laughs> no, sick to their stomachs. You're, you're the jimminiest jimmin there is. So Megan is very fortunate. Yes. I am also very cow. fortunate that she's bringing me along for the ride. And like I said, our friend is fly- two of our friends are flying in from Boston mm-hmm. for the BTS show. And we're all staying together at your apartment. Yeah. Yeah, it's my apartment now. That's amazing. Right? And Jeff, I bought my brother-in-law ticket, a ticket to BTS. Go. I He's bought it psyched. in the same section as us. So it's going to be amazing. Hopefully we can squeeze him down into our row. But if we can't, we're just going to rotate. Yeah. Or no, he'll be fine. <laughs> He's fine. He will be close enough. Jeff, I love you. Becca and I deserve this. We do. <laughs> You're fine where you are. You get her now permanently. You, yeah. Let us have yeah. this yeah. night. We need this. We need to be this close. He, you know what we should do is we, he should be on like permanent text duty and whenever we need a drink but don't want to leave the arena yes. he should have to go out and buy us I feel drinks. like it's the least he could do <laughs> because you bought him the ticket and i gave him k-pop that's true that was a gift that keeps on giving it does keep on giving i love it uh no i'm are you excited for the concert i'm like giddy yeah nervous okay guys since we're all really good friends mm-hmm. when we went to see big bang we also had front row tickets. Oh my God, I'll never forget it. And 
I did not tell Megan that we had front row tickets. I just told her we had really good tickets. So before we went into the show, we were at this bar across the street from the arena and we were drinking and just having fun. And your mom was there. I mean, it was so much fun. You're meeting new friends. Mm -hmm. And I had to go to the bathroom like 30 times because I felt my stomach was so upset because I was so nervous. Yeah. And then we got there and it was the best, most amazing night ever. It's seriously, I can't, I feel like I don't have the best memory, but I have like visceral memories of this concert. It was so great. But I feel, I already feel that way about the BTS show. Like we've had a lot of friends that we've made through this podcast go already. Mm -hmm. And they've been sending us tips and emails and telling us about their experiences and I will read them at work and just sit there and my stomach will just start to like knot up. Like I'm so excited, but nervous, but it's the weirdest I don't feeling. know. It's like when you're an adult, people, Yeah, there's so few opportunities where you look, genuinely look forward to something again. Right. Like when you're a little kid, it's like every birthday, every Christmas, because every everything. And I, as an adult, I don't look forward to those things no. anymore. I feel like if anything, there's something that, yeah, arguably I will enjoy, but my instinct is usually like, eh, I could just not go mm-hmm. and be fine. And be fine. Yeah. I'd rather just stay home and sleep. Like I went to a concert a couple weeks ago and I had an amazing time. But before we went, I was kind of like, or we could order a pizza yeah, and just stay home and not do it. And not do it. Yeah. It'd be fine. But you do it and then it's fun. This is different. Yeah. This is different. This is like, this I is will like, do anything to be I'm there. I'm packing already. I'm already thinking about what I'm going to wear. Me too. I'm already thinking about what I should drink so I have the fewest amount of potty breaks during the concert as That's possible. It's like part of me wants to be a little buzzed because I feel like I'll be more relaxed. But the minute I take a drink, I'm like running back and forth to the bathroom. So uh, I feel like I'm going to just have to hope I'm dehydrated that day. Yeah. Oh, well, then I'm I'll pass so out. I got to say, from what everyone's told us, um, we don't have pit tickets. And I'm so glad. Oh, yeah. I would love to see the show from the pit. And for everybody out there who committed to that and like made that happen, you're a champion because the whole process sounds extremely stressful. We did me. have one listener, though, that had really great, really great experiences yeah. in the pit. Oh, she and her pictures are amazing. Yeah. But she's a brave lady. I I would be like, if I didn't have you, I would absolutely do it. I'm just brave enough where it's like, I wouldn't care. I feel like I'm holding you back. You're not holding me back. I'm I'm an ajima. I'm an old lady these days. I just am so short. Yeah. No, this is going to be fun. Just hear my neck. Positive thoughts. We're going to have a great time. I'm I'm psyching myself up to not be a catatonic mess this time. I want to dance and have fun. I think we'll have to. Yeah. I think if any of them shout, move your hands or scream. I'll be like, whatever you say. <laughs> I will follow you to the ends of the earth. <laughs> you are my religion now. I'm a little nervous that your boyfriend, who is my brother-in-law, is going to like look at me differently after this concert. Look, he knows what he's getting himself He's going to sit like seven rows behind us and just he's- be able to see our shenanigans he's used to us <laughs> he's heard the podcast he knows what's going I'm on sorry. he if he's surprised by this then he never really knew us that's what i say we love you jeff we do Saturday. you're a great guy you're a fellow fan i'm so proud of you you opened your mind and his bias is j-hope oh, yeah. although he talks about sugar a lot he, here's the thing he snapchats me all the time and it's always about sugar. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is he pandering? But the other day I came to the conclusion he's not pandering. No. He's all aboard the Yungi train. But yeah. I feel like he's disrespecting me. 
Like, I feel like he feels like he's disrespecting me. So he's trying to hold back. Well, he should because (laughs) you laid claim first. You, he has no right to move in on that. Also, if you commit to J-Hope, you better not ever uncommit to J-Hope because I will not allow that. Yeah, a lot of our listeners that have gone to the show have said, like, J-Hope Lethal. will steal the show for Lethal. you. He already yeah. does. Like, he's already my favorite. Did you watch them on Fallon? Yes. I Again, we were just talking about how lately we've been saying things out loud to videos <laughs> we watch, or at least I have. I don't know if you do it, Becca. But I do all the time. Like I was telling Becca, I was watching this video of RM, and there was like a montage of his dimples being cute. And last night I said out loud, like, oh, just stop. <laughs> out loud. When I was watching Fallon, J-Hope got up and did like a little dance when he was talking about wanting to go shopping in Soho. And I was like, oh, come on, J-Hope. And again, I'm alone <laughs> in my living room. Uh, I do want to say real quick, because it's not a podcast about BTS, but we, we always come back around BTS. Um, my favorite sign from Good Morning America that I sent to you and Irene, <laughs> somebody had a sign in the crowd, I a giant yellow sign that said, we know it's not an accident, Jimin. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. You get all the slow, ca- slow claps, And friend. this is why we're fans of BTS, because BTS fans are hilarious. They're the- greatest so, so okay real quick we don't have to talk about this in depth the rm and bts addressed the un and it was incredible and it was a really proud moment for bts fans yes. i feel like k-pop fans in general could say like look this this group is doing something really great and using their their popularity and up as a platform for something good rm did an amazing job and then i forget i oh god i should look this up whoever spoke after them lily singh i think mm-hmm. made some comment about like oh there are teenage girls all over the world screaming because BTS just spoke at the UN, which is undeniably true. But I kept thinking, really, BTS fans are at home waiting for like memeable photos to come out of this. Yes. Because that was the most delightful thing was there was a lot of great memes that came out of that UN address. Mm -hmm. Forget about the positive impact on the globe. (laughs) There's a hilarious one where it's just a shot of like a bunch of tables and then slowly you just see Jungkook's head pop into frame because he leans back. And then he leans back into his chair. <laughs> it was great. And Fallon was great. Fallon Good was Morning great. America was great. I still haven't watched Good Morning America. It was great. I, I need to watch it. There was... Oh, Jimin stole that show. I saw those. He stole Fallon too. All right. He was... <laughs> it was... That was another thing where I was just like, uh, we know it's not an accident. Like, right. We, stop being adorable. We just, get it. We get it. We get it. It's established. <laughs> It's it's getting old at this point, honestly. I'm over it. Jungkook, because we know you listen to this podcast. <laughs> Tell Jimin. Tell we get Jimin. It. We get it. We get it. He doesn't have to be that adorable like, all the bring time. bring it down a notch. <laughs> I don't have the stomach for it. I got to walk over and get a sip of water. <laughs> so we've been, uh, what we're saying is we've been fed well this week. Mm-hmm. We've been fed very well. Megan will be fed even more well it's, like a queen it's even gonna like be a queen it's gonna be a great week ahead for us yeah God, so knock on wood <laughs> um do you have any reassesses kind of okay i do too um my reassess because you were so brave to admit that you weren't crazy about certain things about that bts album a few oh, weeks ago yes i'm going to bravely admit that i got to like episode 11 of 30 but 17 oh no and I realized I didn't care 
and I've stopped watching it. That's okay. I I don't get Here's it. I don't get what I'm missing about it. Oh, Megan, it's the drama. See, Ugh. I love, I love, 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 love. Wait, do you? How do you feel about it though? <laughs> love. Oh, you love it <laughs> when when a drama is full of characters harboring guilt and like shame and self-hatred it's like everything i experience on a daily basis that, oh God. God. that people don't see people are always like becca you're so creative you're so fun you live such a fun life and i'm like i hate myself like, everything's terrible and i'm terrified so that's the difference between you and me we both have that i'm just like oh have i told you today how much i'm suffering because i happily will <laughs> How much time do you have? <laughs> so, I, <laughs> why are we laughing about this? We're miserable. <laughs> Who isn't? Life's the worst. So I'm really crying from laughing. Again, 15 minutes. Every single podcast is on the 15 minute That's mark. Amazing. You make me cry. Um, I really have tears in my eyes. I just love it when the characters are harboring all that in- inside. That makes a great drama for me. It's like relatable to you. Yes. Okay. Because I think in real life, I do have a very good life. Mm-hmm. And there's not a, I have no drama in my life. Mm-mm. Intentionally, I choose it that way. Mm-hmm. So in my shows, I need that. Like it's it's my release. It's like somebody has to be miserable because I can't be. Yeah. I. <laughs> Can we get that put on shirts? <laughs> Somebody has to be miserable because I can't be. But the thing is, I can't even take it when, like, my friends and family are miserable. No, you cannot. I can't take it if somebody I hate, and that's what that's that's we don't see. We don't use that word in this house. The H word. We don't use the H word. Mm. If somebody I really don't like in life is miserable, I can't take it. I feel ten times more self-hatred. I... So I need it in my dramas. I respect that. <laughs> Megan's like... Well, you're wrong, you're, but well, you're I wrong. hear you. I disagree on all levels. <laughs> I just feel like it wasn't even the drama for me. It was like the nothing has happened. I'm a le- like, so spoiler alert, if you're watching 30 but 17, tune out for a second. I got to the point where they kiss. And after they kissed, I still didn't care. So I was like, yeah, I'm over this. So I, a couple things. First of all, what's with the chicken? <laughs> like, I really, I know that's not something to get hung up on. But I'm hung up on the chicken. But what about the guy that owns the chicken? He's so cute. He's super cute. And I love him. <laughs> and again, I'm almost rooting for him a little bit. But then I remember he's like a teenager. So right. I stop rooting for him. <laughs> but OK, the chicken thing is weird. There were like, I'm not joking. Go back and watch it in this episode I just watched. So again, spoiler alert. There's like this festival director who's trying to use her coma for publicity yes and Yang Sejong confronts him and there are literally like four close-ups of someone clenching their fist <laughs> and I was just like no <laughs> this is so many fist clenching close-ups this is out of control the number of fist clenching close-ups 
to the point where like I'm not sure if it's supposed to be a joke or not. So like that bothered me. And I didn't even catch that. The, the dialogue. And I know I don't speak Korean, so it could very well be the translations. It could be so many things. But they just have so many stupid conversations where it's like, oh, you're awake. Yes, you are too. Yes, I am. Well, I'm going to go to work. Oh, okay, I'll ride with you. Okay, let's go then. Okay, let's ride together. We're just like, it's like five minutes of them saying the same thing over and over. And it makes no sense to me. <laughs> It literally is. That's what it is. And it's like, it's not natural at all. It does not feel natural at all. So, I, look, look, I love Yang Sejong, the, the main actress. I've seen her in a bunch of other stuff and really liked her. Usually she's like kind of a villain or, or like a goofy friend or something. She's super funny she's and charming. So and I like her in this. But like, I also just feel like if I'm okay. They're th- they're they're supposed to be thirty, right? We're in our thirties, uh-huh. so it's like great. I would love to watch a show where there are characters that represent where I am in life, <laughs> and I know I get it. Are they farther along than you are? Well, yeah, he's way farther along. He owns a house. I'm just kidding. But God, they're dumb. <laughs> like I just want to be like, oh God. Actually, I will say one of the moments where I was like. Yes, finally. They kiss. And she's like, this is the first time I've ever kissed anyone. And he's like, oh, me too. And she was like, what were you doing for all these years? And I was like, thank God someone said it. (laughs) And I don't even think there's a problem with not being kissed when you're in your 30s. But like when you're a drama lead, yeah, there's a problem. So I just gave up. Oh I feel like God. I feel like it just like I gave it I gave it a go. The whole rowing thing. I know it's not going to end well. The guy's ankle. It he, doesn't well. Well, he stops and thinks about his ankle a lot. So if there's not something coming with the ankle, then they're building that tension for no reason. That's the other thing. They'll have all these scenes with his two ding dong friends being like, oh, is there food? Let's eat food. And they just say the same thing over and over. And it's like this just lasted four minutes. Could you not write more dialogue and, like, more actual... Like, when she gets the job to go feed the fish. The carp. The carp. And you're like, okay, plot development. This will complicate things. <laughs> like, JK, LOL. And I was like, no, this made no sense and had nothing to do with anything. It's just so he could realize he didn't want her to move out. I'm just... I'm not saying I didn't like it. <laughs> And I was getting so excited because I was reading you guys all talking on Twitter. And I was like, man, everybody loves this show. I got to get into the show. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know what I'm missing. No, Megan, you're either Becca or Megan. We don't so. have to like the same this, thing. But this really seemed like it was going to be a Megan show, didn't it? Even with the coma. <laughs> this seemed like it was going to be a Megan show. I mean, there's no sax. There is no sax. There's no sax. Stupid violins. There's no time jumps. Also, <laughs> also, the whole like angry second female lead who doesn't want her to play the violin thing. There's so many close-ups of her quivering <laughs> bottom lip or like her <laughs> clenching her fists where I'm like, I get it. She's uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> like, we we got to do better plot development wise. <laughs> So anyway, Megan. I'm making fun of it, but I know a lot of people love it, and I'm sorry. I shouldn't make fun of it. Megan. It wasn't. It wasn't the worst show I ever watched. Tell me how you really feel about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've 
been wanting to talk to you about this for a while, so it's kind of pent up inside of me. No, I figured when we were all talking about this on Twitter, mm-hmm. and we were all going insane over it, mm-hmm. and you weren't really jumping in, I was like, she's never going to finish this I can't. I just, I'm surprised like, you've lasted 11 episodes. Legitimately, like, pulling teeth at the end, where I was just like, please end. Please something happen. Well, I'm proud of you for being brave enough Thank to you. admit it. I'm, here I am, guys. Don't come for me. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I Like I said, I always say... There's key dramas for everybody. There are. You do not have to like the same things. In fact, you and I rarely like the same things. Really? So we when do I not. really dove into it, I kind of assumed you wouldn't like it's it. It's like the classics. We like the classics, mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's listening to you, I want to. I just want to listen to you do an entire recap now on the <laughs> show. <laughs> I will for sure if I'm someone. I will go on record that it's probably in my top ten. Thirty but seventeen. Oh yeah. I does it, does really some, like this show. Does it get show. better like after episode no, 11? It's just so angsty. And the the feels, Megan. It's every feel ever. You know what I feel? <laughs> like I wish something would happen. <laughs> Nothing happens. Oh, and it's the slowest of a slow burn. And let me tell you, he may not have kissed anybody before her. But he makes up for it. Well, I will give you that. <laughs> it is a cute... And steamy kiss. Yes. Although it was you another one real quick where there's like, one at the end where oh, I was like, oh yeah. But see, and maybe board. that's my problem too is that the girl's great at acting like she's got the mentality of a 17 year old and I, and like I get it. She's naive and she's scared and alone. She did do a great job. Very resilient. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was super, super different from any other thing I've seen her in. But maybe that was my problem too where I was just like, God, you're a mess. <laughs> Because if I think of myself when I was 17, I was a mess. <laughs> I was the worst. I just wanted her once to just be like, I am an active being with preferences and hopes. But she was just like, okay, <laughs> never mind. Anyway, so also. Megan really enjoyed the show. I have no idea what was going on with Jennifer. <laughs> Like, no clue what the deal with Jennifer was. Did I find Jennifer delightful? Yeah, like 99% of the time, Jennifer delighted me. Unless she was having a pointless conversation with someone (laughs) that did nothing to further the plot, which she unfortunately was also victim to. We're just like, Megan, I love this so much. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Should I stop? I'm so sorry. I can't stop. Anyway, maybe someday I'll finish it just to like, just to prove that I can. Um, So... Do you have more to say? Nope. Okay. On this topic, then, mm-hmm. I'm going to be brave and say, I'm not joking when I say it, it's probably in my top 10. I really loved this show. Okay. I'm sorry. Really loved I'm this really show. I'm really sorry. I just bad mouthed Because it. you loved Best Hit, and it was not for me. Yeah, I did love Best I Hit. I kind of finished it out of obligation to you, well, out of my sincere well, appreciation for you. Now you know you're a better friend than I because <laughs> I love you so much. I shall never finish this show. <laughs> Although I'm unemployed now, so maybe I will. I mean, hey, there's 24 there's, hours in a day. Yeah, there's not a lot more to do than that. Yeah. So. Uh, however, top 10 for sure. Okay. But I've been on a young Sejong kick now. Yes. And I finished Temperature of Love, which we're going to talk about later today. It's on our topic. And um, then I was like, all right, I'm going to watch Duel. Mm. Because Megan told me. Double the pleasure, double the fun. Yang Se-jung plays two characters in this show. And they are. Different. And then a listener chimed in and said, actually, he plays three characters in this show. And she's right. So I've started watching Duel. Now, here's what I will say. This is my me being brave. I'm, almo- I'm only three episodes in. 
but I'm almost mad that Yang Sejong did 30 but 17 because it's like a rom-com. And when you watch him in Duel, his ability to act <laughs> is so far above a rom-com. Yeah, he's like, intense. Like, I feel like he dumbed himself down to do 30 but 17. It, that is still me saying that that is in my top 10 shows, but you guys have to see him in Duel. You have to see him. I'm going to admit, I'm on the third episode now and it's starting to slow down. The it first really two episodes slow. were fast-paced yeah. and insane, but he plays two characters. He plays... A guy, mm-hmm. a totally innocent man so far. Who like knows nothing. He knows nothing. He's he completely he was in Busan one day and then two days later he woke up in Seoul, I think. Is that yeah, what they are? That seems right. And he has no recollection of what happened to him in those two days. And he's being accused of kidnapping this little the sick little girl. Whose dad is an, a police officer? Her dad is a police or officer. A and so there's this like at the end <clears throat> of the first episode, there's this insane fight scene where this cop is beating the crap out of him. And he's like shaking, like the amount of tears coming out of his face and he's yelling and he's like, I don't know what you're, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why you're beating me up. And then he looks through this like glass at the subway and his clone, his clone, you guys, is standing there. And he's like calm, cool and collected and evil as all get out. And it's like the duality of his acting is insane. It's great. It's addicting to watch him in the show i think he's at his best when he's playing someone tortured so either either tortured to being evil or tortured to being like the other guy who's like desperate and sad yes when you try to make him a nonchalant dude just hanging out you're like this guy seems tortured (laughs) i can't hang out with him tortured in 30 but 17 but he had no reason to be (laughs) i know i know he blames himself for the whole bus thing (laughs) I just feel like that's some misplaced guilt. Says, 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 says the woman who will call me upset and say there's a dead cat on the side of the road and I feel like it's my obligation to pull over and bury and it. And Becca's always like, you cannot get out of your car on the highway. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to keep driving. <laughs> Which is why I call you, because I know you'll tell me what to do that's not crazy. And the one time she's like, is this crazy? And I was like, Megan, yes. Yeah, I was like, definitely. I love you so much, but yes, that's crazy. You gotta keep going. You cannot get out in the dark in the middle of the night and bury an animal. Which is good advice. Not advice that I took every time. <laughs> but advice that I take most of the time. There were but- a couple times where I found myself, I was in the parking lot of an abandoned casino once. <laughs> It was 11 p.m. I was alone looking for what I thought was a dog. What could have been now I realize a coyote. (laughs) And I thought to myself, this is ill-advised. Anyway, I'm glad we could both get that off our chest. So you like Duel so far. It does slow down. I'm still on board. Here's the thing. Watching him act, Mm -hmm. I... It's absolutely going to carry me through this show. Yeah. yeah that's why I finished it's it. It's so good. And the guy that plays the cop is also very good. Oh, I was just going to say, the dad and even the daughter. She's incredible. The sick little girl, little girl is such a great actress. Have you met the reporter yet? Um, Met her, but she has not had a huge part yet. She's good, too. I can't wait. I like her, too. Yeah. So. Um, I've also met, like, the corrupt prosecutor who's just terrible. Oh, that woman? She's like, say not. Okay. okay. I gotta get the, What is with I, this stupid Sena haircut? She does have a Sena haircut. It's terrible. So I want to tell you something <laughs> and she that I noticed. Looks like she has to fart. 
Oh God, now I'm realizing. Has anyone ever said that about me? She always has this like pinched look on her face. Do you want to know what's funny? I don't even remember what happens with her. She's terrible. I do not like her. Anytime that she comes on, I actually fast forward a little bit because I can't stand her. I noticed something about her voice that really bothered me that I kind of want to tell you, but it'll ruin it for you, so I shouldn't. Okay. When you're done with the show, I'll tell you what it is. Are we going to put a pin in it and come back to it? Yes. All right, let's do that. Okay, we should move on. So today, we are revisiting our second male lead syndrome. Yes. Because it needs to be revisited. Yes. Because Megan has a lot of thoughts about nice guy. Yeah. We, how did this come up? We one day were just sitting and talking about, oh, it was because of temperature temperature of love. love. We were talking about how the second male lead in that show is deranged. (laughs) A psychotic nightmare. Okay. So here we go. I never finished it. Because again, I was like. Wait, are we going to dig in or are we going to do our game? Oh, shit. Because we have two games too. Oh, we should do a game. Sorry, 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 sorry. Put a pin in this one too. Yes. God, so many pins with me. Oh, and I have one more reassess. Gosh, we are all over the map right now. Well, it's because you've reduced me to tears again. I love you. All right. I have a reassess. Lear, our amazing listener, Lear. Yes. I said she was Korean American on the last podcast. Yes. She's just Asian American. Correct. I want to make sure I clarify. Also, the only reason I even said a, like Korean American was because I was trying to defend how she was giving us pronunciation tips and how this is like a great source because she's Korean American. I would never normally specify what a listener is. Lear was not upset by that, I don't think. Nobody was upset by that. But lately, especially, I have a friend who's always like, you know, my gay friend. Uh And it drives me crazy yes where i'm like you would never introduce me to somebody be like you know my heterosexual friend becca right like that drives me crazy have yes and so when i said last week like oh our listener and she's korean american i was like is this am i in the same boat as the person that i'm really frustrated with there is i have to tell you this while i'm thinking of am it. am i a bad person no lear i'm sorry do you know why you're not you. you're thinking about it and you're assessing your the way you do things. And that's right. like super important. Okay. We should all be doing Self-reflection that. Self-reflection here. Yeah. Because I would never be like, oh, my white friend Megan. Hey, how dare you? You know what I mean? Like, or my redheaded friend. Right. Or, yeah, I don't, just labels. We aren't, we're, we don't Why do we labels. label people? Why can't we just say this is my friend? I think we're just conditioned to do it to a certain extent and it is stupid. Well, I needed to say that on this platform. You can always really introduce bothers me, me as your beautiful friend, <laughs> Megan. My beautiful, my beautiful friend, Megan. Um, but before I forget, you should watch the movie Love Simon. Have you seen it? I have seen that movie. Oh, you have? I have seen Love Simon. There's that whole scene where they're talking about how it's not fair that gay people have to come out because straight people don't. Yes. My brother and I talked about that a lot. So anyway, never mind. Moot point. You've seen it. I've seen it. Sorry. <laughs> Once it's again, a, I'm behind. It's a great movie. Yes. Go watch it. I did really like it. So that was my one reassess. Good job. Lear. You're freaking fun. Yes. We like, we like getting your emails. Very much enjoyed this. Thank emails. you for interacting with us. All right. Are we going to play our game? Yes. So we've had a couple requests. This was crazy. Again. Again. Do you guys all talk to each other behind it our backs? It seriously feels like you guys are like doing this just to mess with us. So we had two requests this week to do Got7 as Disney princesses. Yes. And BTS as Disney princesses. And these yes. requests came in like two days apart. It was crazy. I swear you guys all talked to each other. When I saw Where the second Where are you hanging one? out and why are we not invited? Yeah, hang on a second because we do not get out alive. <laughs> this is not fair. So we tweaked it. We did. Well, because the first one was B- Got7 or BTS as Disney princesses. And the second request was BTS as Disney characters. Yes. So we're going to do... 
Megan felt guilty that last week we made Mark a girl. Well, we made all well, and you know what I said that, and then I just made like one got, at least one got seven member. <laughs> so girl. Megan said, "Let's make BTS as Disney princesses, and we'll just do Got Seven yeah. as Disney." Because I was like last week, Got Seven had to be all the girls. Well, Not that there's anything there wrong was only with being one a girl. girl. It's, it was Mark, oh, was there? <laughs> No, I said Jin Young was the evil mother. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, well, and Jin, I made him an evil mother again. Jin Young, you kind of deserve it. So. <laughs> you know, you know what? You're pretty salty, so we're punishing you. <laughs> All right, so let's play real quick. Okay. Ah, I'm dropping my paper. My answers are weird. Okay, guys, Disney. I had no problem at all doing BTS as Disney princesses. This was, yeah. But doing GOT7 as Disney characters was shockingly difficult I for don't me. know if it's because there are so many. Maybe. I get. I, I have no have, idea. We watch Disney movies 24-7 in this house. I've seen a lot. When you have 84 children in your house at all times. When you have an Disney's entire just on loop. grade school full of children <laughs> in your home. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's dig in. Man. Do you want to get started or I do you want me so. to? Okay, go. I, Mark. So I said Slinky Dog from Toy Story. Aww. Because I was trying to think of somebody who has... Like Wasn't a that very the voice of Ernest. Ernest, yes, yeah. Jim Barney. Yeah, the the like Slinky Dog's like everybody's friend and very chill and has a very comforting presence mm-hmm. and is love just lovable, just like calm and lovable. I like that. What what did you say? Kind of very similar. similar. I said he's Flash Dash Hundred Yard Dash from Zootopia. He's the sloth. <laughs> He's the sloth that works at the DMV. I love that movie, but I've only seen it once. He's so chill. I definitely remember the sloth. Like, you almost think he's in slow-mo at all the time, because Mark is just so He's so relaxed. chill. He's such a California kid. It's very, yes. But then, like, in the movie Zootopia at the end, he's, like, speeding through. He's, like, going 100 miles an hour in his car. He has a lot of speed. He has a lot of speeds. That is a really good way so to say it. So I just, he, I had a hard time with Mark, but that's, I had yeah, a hard, he this was, was hard. You guys would think this would not be hard. This was super hard <laughs> please correct us come I up could, with your own list come up with a better Happily. one also it turns out a lot of disney characters are exactly the same as other disney <laughs> characters so it's hard to find disney characters who aren't like that one disney carbon character. copies of each yes. other yes all right jb hey guys jb 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 we said we were watching got seven uh, music videos we were, we were watching, watching jb jb videos <laughs> um i said blue from the jungle book Oh, that is a great answer. Well, and it's been a while since I've seen the jungle. What? That's the song he sings at the end. It's like, I want to walk like you, talk like That's you. That's King Louie, I Becca. know, but at the end, Baloo Does dresses he? up as a monkey. Well, and then he's like, like, like I told you, it's been a while since I've seen this movie. <laughs> No, I dare go rewatch it. All I know is look for the bare necessities. The sip that one, but I said because he's imposing because he's a bear. Yes, you look at me like wow, that's an imposing character. (laughs) Yes, but then he's not at all. He's kind of again easygoing, fun to hang with. He's a good hang. All right, I had because it's my favorite Disney movie. Oh, I don't know what your favorite Disney movie is. He's Prince Eric. Oh, the Little Mermaid. Girl, yes, he is. He's a guy that I would I would get rid of my fin for. <laughs> <laughs> That's filthy. 
That's disgusting, Becca. How dare you? It's Prince Eric. That's a good one. Tall, dark, and handsome. Do you know, I don't think I ever did any princes. No wonder you had a problem. Those would have been the easiest ones. (laughs) I did all like weird animal characters. Well, let's hear Jackson. Genie. Oh, I almost said genie. I'm not even kidding. The best character ever. I think as an adult, I've realized Aladdin is among my favorite Disney movies. Aladdin is a good one. Again, I haven't seen it since I was probably 12, but as a young person, (laughs) I very much enjoyed it. I said he would be Dory from Finding Nemo. Because he's just all over the yes, map, that's and they're a constantly very having to like ha- like corral him in, Man. like over here, Jackson, over here. I totally forgot about Finding Nemo. That oh, would have been a, a mine for characters. There's a lot of good characters. That's there. really good. Yeah. All right, Jin Young. I said Maleficent because <laughs> <laughs> he's beautiful and evil. But if you know the backstory, he's not that evil. He's, uh, it's not his fault. It's uh, he's got issues. He's got he's got issues. It's baggage. a drama Megan will never watch. Nope, not for me. <laughs> I'll, I'll look at it because it's a good looking drama, but I will not watch it. I said he would be Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. That's Face, a good one. Where he's like, look at how handsome I am. I'm the best. And then. He just doesn't know. He's so absorbed with himself that he, the main girl is like, I, I'm not even looking at you. And he's like, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Young Jay. I said Piglet. Oh. He's so sweet. He's and just, just seems a little anxious. <laughs> I love that so much. What would you say? I said that he would be Mowgli from okay. the Jungle Book. Okay. Because he's this cute little kid. That just follows all the madness in the jungle. He's just like, I'm just here for Does the ride. Does just go along with it. I'm just kind of here. Happily goes along with and it. And I'm adorable. Man, I gotta rewatch the Jungle Book. All right. Double B. This Bam was Bam. the hardest one for us. We were both hung up on Bam Bam. I finally said Lumiere. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast? Yes. Because he's got a lot of energy. He's got a lot of personality. I can see he that. He stands out in a crowd. Yes. He's a delight. I, very similar reasoning, said he would be Mushu from Mulan, the little dragon that like helps yes. her throughout the whole show. Man, I should have thought more about his side character. super small and yes. like trying to prove himself, but also just like the personality is way larger than that tiny little body larger to than handle. Life. Yes. Larger than life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You gyum. I said Peter Lear. Pitt. I've been practicing. Is that right? I, you'll notice you I didn't try to say it because I'm not prepared. I hope that's right. All right. What you got? I said Peter Pan. Oh. A little mischievous. Yes. A little young. Kind of very, has like a very childlike wonder about him. I like that. So that's what I said. I said he would be either Timon or Pumbaa from The Lion King. <laughs> Where he's oh, just... Oh, man, I totally forgot about the Lion King. Yeah, where he'd just be, like, almost kind of naughty, like, teaching you things you yes. shouldn't know. But then when you get in trouble, they'd just be like, Pukuna Matata. It's, like, not a big deal. Not a big Why deal. is everybody being so like, weird sure, about it? Let's all just relax a We should bit. all be like Timon and Pumbaa. We should. Pukuna Matata, people. Yes. All right. We had to zoom through that because we're running low on time already. Because <laughs> I'm sorry about my rant about 30 minutes 17. I'm really sorry that we don't... We were shockingly lacking in Disney characters. It was, I Googled. The princesses we're going to do awesome on for BTS. I think it'll be much better. But the I was really it's, lacking today. It, I agree. I did the same. I'm I just, sorry. I feel like they're just too many. And none of them are quite right. Megan, they're all just right. 
I'm going, I'm going. I really wanted to make that sound, but I can't do it, as you can tell from me just trying. Also, um, just in the interest of being transparent, we had to watch the Just Right music video before we podcasted, and we had to rewind the part where JB is in the Barbie car like six times. It's a really good scene. <laughs> as a film student... I really appreciate the cinematography. <laughs> cinematography. Get it? I like mean, the, the word... colors and the storyline were all very deep. Like <laughs> there's a lot to it thematically. <laughs> and also, JB is super hot. He just winks at you, and it's like, why? How did you know I was here? <laughs> I don't know how to feel. <laughs> <laughs> all right <clears throat> while megan's looking up jb's age we are going really, to move I'm not forward to tell anyone <laughs> well now you have to tell us if you're looking it up oh god he's I like just, 24 isn't I just he saw the year and it was a bummer <laughs> good guess becca is he 24 yes he is i think he and mark are both like 24 they're young yikes they're young okay well all right <laughs> That didn't feel great. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we hate ourselves. Oh. So let's talk about second male leads. Okay, yeah. we did an entire podcast. It's our most popular episode devoted to how the second male leads in most K-dramas are just a better option. They're nicer. They're kinder. They're very upfront, usually, where they're like, hey, yeah. I really like you from the get-go. There's none of this hubba-baloo <laughs> yeah <laughs> like they're just honest and if and the female leads like eh, that's okay but i would rather go after the guy that's just terrible for me yes and at worst they're equally attractive as the lead character yes if not better looking at sometimes. worst at, at worst, worst they're, they're on the, the same, same level. level so it's a big old thing in our lives yes where we deal with it a lot and there are Tons of examples where you're just like, girl, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. You could have a really stable relationship. But then we realized, as Becca was re-watching Temperature of Love. Yes. That there is a flip side to that coin. Okay, we need to, we need to talk because we, second male leads, we defended you. Yeah. We went on national airwaves we told jungkook there to his ears tens of people listened we have at least a dozen people <laughs> who are trusting in us and we defended you nice guy and then we realized no sometimes you have issues sometimes nice guy is nice and crazy <laughs> hashtag temperature of love yes because again it starts out where you're like well dang this is a handsome dude. A rich, a handsome, rich handsome man dude. who's making your career, who has an, a vested interest in your well-being and your stability in life, who wants you to succeed. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was like, I mean, you're not nearly as cute as Yang Sejong in my opinion. No. But I mean, you are a viable option, He's guy. Pretty hot. You're a viable option. And it's like for him, love is about... <laughs> If I'm not happy, nobody's happy. <laughs> and it's just insane. So 
right now, if you are going to watch it, just turn this off. Or we'll go down to the yeah. notes and fast Skip forward ahead. because there's gonna, we're going to go all in on the plot here. This guy. Spoilers. All right. So here's where it gets insane. He realizes that the main woman in Temperature of Love is in love with the chef who is played by Yang Sejong. She's never been even kind of not she, serious. She's been very straightforward. Never at any point in time is she like, hey, I like you. Like, she, I do not feel like she leads him on. No. Ever. No. Ever. She does not. So then when the chef leaves the country for three to seven years, <laughs> which is, again, kind of second male lead's fault, <laughs> he's like, hey, I'm just going to wait for her. And while she's healing from this heartbreak, I will be there for her. And surely she will fall for me. All right. That is psychotic. It is. And this is where K-dramas seem to be more realistic. But I need to say real quick, that's psychotic, but this is the most sane thing he will do in the show. Yes. So, okay, go ahead. What were you going to say? He, this, I feel like in real life, ladies, tell me if I'm wrong. (laughs) In real life, when you got a guy who likes you that you either don't realize likes you or you realize likes you and you're not into, it's never like the handsome, rich, dashing, stable, understanding, kind, good-natured, will will happily bow out for your happiness second male lead that we talked about last time. Yes. It's crazy guy over here yes. who's going to like, show up at your door at 2 a.m. and ask why he's not good enough. And you're like, I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> Do I have on. to move? <laughs> that's what, that's never happened to me, thank God. <laughs> but I feel like it's happened to people. So let's progress in the yes. relationship. So three to seven years later, in the show, Chef comes back. Right. And, and in the interim, the, the second male lead and female lead have like hung out and worked had, together. They have a business relationship. And it's like they're they're friendly, but I don't get the impression that they go out on weekends or anything. No. Like they spend a lot of time together in a professional capacity. So this after you stopped watching, there was a flashback where on Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve, some big holiday, her be- her roommate, her best friend, her writing partner calls second male lead guy and she's like main main girl is sick like real sick we need to get her to the hospital and he rushes over in his car and he like dramatically carries her out of the apartment and brings her to the hospital and sits with her and it's very sweet i will give him that but again but i feel like first off it's probably just stress and indigestion yes yes she needed to burn (laughs) But I feel like that's them that's being just being like, a human being. Yes. And that's, he apparently takes that as fuel for like, you owe me your heart and soul and everything. Because I drove you to the hospital. Because I did what any decent human being would do. <laughs> which is not let you die. So romantic. I swear, he does seem like the character to be like, but I took you to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I paid with cash. <laughs> I'm sure he did. I I have no recollection, but I'm sure he paid with cash. So anyway, so that did happen. Okay. Well, that changes everything. (laughs) Well, I mean, she owes him. She owes him her everything. So where the show derailed. He did basically what an Uber could have done. (laughs) 
But now she owes him everything. So now she needs to date an Uber. Now she just needs to, yes. (laughs) So where the show really, for me, got interesting and for Megan where she absolutely stopped. I just quit. (laughs) I said absolutely not. Was when she starts dating Chef. Yes. They come back. It's a sweet reunion. And now keep in mind, guys, this is a love triangle because second male lead, not only is he obsessed with the female lead, he has a bromance with the male lead. They're like best friends. They're like best friends. And not even best friends. He like, again, this, well, we might be stumbling onto some unhealthy obsessions <laughs> in the second male lead, but he's like obsessed with, and they do establish he's like that, well, I get what I want kind of guy. Yes. At first it's like, I get what I want, ha ha ha. And then it's like, I get what I want. <laughs> like, you, did you forget? I told you that yeah, I get it's what like I want. When I said that and I said, ha ha ha, it wasn't supposed to be funny. It was just supposed to be more digestible for you. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're getting real and I get what I want. <laughs> and so, <clears throat> oh gosh. So he knows they're dating. Mm-hmm. Very clear to him. Very clear to him that she is in love with this guy. Right. Because she's been pining after this mystery man. He didn't know it was him. For three to seven years. He knows that she's been obsessed with another man for three to seven years. Yeah, again, she's been pretty clear. She's been very open about yes. it. He also visited Chef in Paris. They're best friends. During that three to seven years. And he knew that he was obsessed with the woman that broke his heart back in Korea. This goes back to when we talked about how to fall in love in a K-drama. You know the same people. You know Everybody knows all the same people. And you're all friends. And and you all have very personal conversations. You just never tell any of your other friends about your other friends. Yes. Because then who knows what could happen. You can say like... Oh, he's dreamy and has a great perm, but you never say his name is Gujun Pyu. Yeah, it's it just doesn't come it up. It just never comes up. You don't want to be presumptuous. So when he finally puts two and two together, like, oh, they're dating. Oh, and also they've obviously been talking about each other and pining for each other for the last three to seven years. He decides this is his chance to really go for her. Like, what? <laughs> what? And not just, like, make a move. No, he, he makes decides, a move. He decides... To propose to her. Now they've never even dated. In what world? <laughs> In what dream realm does he think like she might say yes? <laughs> I feel like that was my problem. Is it's not like there was no chance ever. No. She was just gonna be like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is horrifying. Well, let's take it a step farther because. He can't just hate himself. If he's going to be miserable, everybody's going to be miserable. Yes. So he calls his best guy friend, who is chef, and is like, hey, I'm going to propose to a girl. This is so sadistic. I'm going to propose to a girl at your restaurant. This is so twisted. Make me a reservation, set it up, plan a special menu, design a cake, and then bring the ring out with you because I'm going to propose to her after we eat our meal. And it's extra messed up because he made both of their professional dreams possible. Yeah, he had a lot of money and he's like, oh, you would be a writer? Here's money. Oh, you would be a chef? I'll Here's open a this restaurant. restaurant. And it's like, okay, fine, but mm-hmm. what's your end game with this? Well, let's let's dig in then. Yeah, I again, I stopped after this. So, guys, it's I, I'm telling you, not the best drama in the world. I really liked it. I, I, I loved because it's so terrible and so different from every other drama out there right now. 
I was just feeding off of the craziness. I just really, I honestly did not know where in the world this storyline was going. And to me, that was very refreshing. I feel like here was my fundamental issue with it. With a lot of dramas. (laughs) A couple conversations could have just prevented all of this. All of this. I feel like crazy dude proposes to you and you say, hey man, I understand that you control me professionally, but I'm going to bow out because this is on a new level and I'm scared of you now. Yes. Because this is like pre-being dangerous. Yes. This is stalking. Well, let's dig into what happens. Uh, So uh, he tells uh, Chef, I'm coming on this day, whatever. So he asks her there, the hostess of this restaurant seats them on the balcony. He keeps them the, and he like, the chef decorated it. He like also pulled like, out the gardening stuff. Like he went above and beyond for his best friend to propose to the woman he loves, <sighs> not knowing it was his own girlfriend. Amazing to me that girlfriend was never like, oh, I'm having this really weird lunch at your restaurant no, with this But that's this the weird guy. thing. He like picked her up like an hour before and was like, hey, we're going to go out to eat. Like he did not plan it in advance. Oh. But even then I'm like, that's a risk. Like what if she was busy? What if she was sick? What, if she, had, what if she had diarrhea and indigestion? She's never busy or sick. <laughs> Unless she's so sick, she has to go to the hospital. And then she just needs to burp. And then basically if she was sick, it would have been a great opportunity for him (laughs) to once again take her to the hospital. So this is where it gets heartbreaking. (laughs) This, this is where it gets heartbreaking. We're not there yet. She had already helped, she, the girl, had helped Chef like sketch the engagement cake in their free time. Because he's like, yeah, my best friend's going to propose to this girl. And she's like, oh, that's cool. He never said, like, oh, it's the second male lead. He just said a friend of mine. So she shows up at this restaurant. The hostess goes back to the kitchen, and she tells Chef, hey, they're here. You might want to go up and say hi. And so he walks out onto the patio, and he's like, hey. And he's, like, waving. And then she turns around, and, like, it's Yang Sejong being tortured and amazing. It's just all these emotions flitting across his face. Oh, it's what I live for. These are my kind of dramas. Oh, I hated it. But then it's it's just, guys, it just derails from there. <laughs> and it's- because then, like, so does he feel bad that he's in love with the guy, with the girl sh- that the other guy's in love with? No. Because he, he, like, he comes out at one point to, like, bring the ring. And he's like, I need to talk to you. So then he takes the guy upstairs to his apartment and they have coffee. And he's like, I, sh- I cannot... I cannot do this. He's like, I can't do this. You know, we're dating. Like, this is, this is wrong and psychotic. And then the whole show just goes from there. But somehow they still managed to be friends. I Uh -uh. just don't get it. I'm sorry. So does he ever propose to her? Yeah, kind of. Ew. (laughs) Ew. Megan's like itching herself. I hate it so much. Like, (laughs) this is my worst. Okay, it's not my worst nightmare. Let's not get into my worst nightmares. But... That I oh god this is like this is, how how it does happens. it escalate to this point? It's so bad. It's good. I feel like he also just has that like close up on the clenching fist crazy about him that I can't. I just can't do it. It's and, weird. And it's it's so unnecessary because it's like if you if you cared about these people like you claim you care about these people you would want them to be happy. Mm-hmm. I really want to think that if I was in his situation. I would identify the fact that I am not wanted here. <laughs> and like, Megan, you're wanted everywhere. Well, I, 
I appreciate that, Becca, but I I can accept the fact that I might be a second male lead. I don't know. I have a lot of those qualities. I'm pretty crazy. <laughs> um, which, side note, one of our listeners mentioned that we should do a second female lead, and she's right, because they're almost always crazy. Yes. They, like, literally never get to be cool. So yes. I think it was Lear. Yeah. So anyway, I, I can appreciate... A dramatic foil. I can appreciate a character who is just there to screw stuff up. Mm-hmm. But that one and some of these other ones are just so bonkers nuts. So this is the one that we threw out there because it's the one that has been on my mind. And the and one where really I thought. strong example. Where I was like, oh, okay, now I'm digging in. And Megan was like, I absolutely am not finishing this show. No. So I know there are more, though, where we've defended nice guys. This is obviously on the far end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. What else did you have in mind? So, what other K-dramas are out there where you're like, I nice guy, I defended you and I am ashamed. There are a, a, a bunch, but the two the other ones that I wrote down, I just finished Dear Judge or Your Honor. It's called Different oh, did Things. did you finish it? I did. I really liked it. Ooh. Again, I really like Yoon Shiyun, like a lot. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed this drama. And I've really enjoyed the courtroom dramas. I usually don't like legal or medical dramas, but I really like these courtroom ones. But anyway, the second male lead... Oh, God, Becca. It's like <laughs> Megan looks visibly shaken up. It's it's just like he's a he's scary. Like he he goes from being the female leads like best friend to being really scary. And there were a bunch of times where I was like, he's going to kill her. <laughs> I thought he was going to murder her. He did not. Spoiler alert. But basically, he's in love with her. <laughs> it's really weirdly unclear because they're like buddies and there's this whole drum drama backstory where his father is evil too but he's a lawyer essentially and he's a super corrupt lawyer and she is a justice loving judge intern or something and so they're already fundamentally never going to be on the same page mm-hmm. But this guy just gets progressively nuttier. <laughs> and he like keeps asking her to meet up. And she keeps being like, no, I need some space. Because he's so freaking creepy. And then he does that whole like, his face gets really red. And he's like shaking. And you're like, someone arrest him. He's going to hurt someone. I just, I hated him so much. And it wasn't because he was a corrupt lawyer. I could deal with a corrupt lawyer. That's in fact kind of interesting. <laughs> He was just nuts. And he was, and it was like zero to 60 where he was like, I really care about you to like, I love you so much. I will die and take you with me. And it's just like, come on. And there's, yeah, there's a scene where, again, he proposes to her. Guys, where are you getting the signals that this is the time? Because there's like been no signals. None. They are platonic platonic <laughs> have not dated if we're at the crosswalk the orange hand is flashing it's like stop stop. <laughs> stop we are on opposite sides of the street for a and reason this is dangerous holy moly <laughs> and he like proposes to her and then he's so surprised <laughs> when she says no and she's it's like scary it's super unsettling <laughs> she's clearly not into it he's clearly not into the fact that she's not into it it's so disturbing <laughs> so i said that one it's a good drama you should watch it um and then the second one that i said is on the opposite end of the spectrum which was pretty man 
Oh, I have not seen that. <laughs> it's an IU drama, and it's cute. It's like kind of an older one. It's, you know, not groundbreaking, but it's fun. And the second male lead is so sweet and kind and understanding to the point of it being like, pull it together. <laughs> like, you're pathetic. You are a grown man. You're a grown man. <laughs> you clearly are not an idiot. She's never once ever given you any reason to believe she was in love with anyone but the male lead. It's time to move along. But even to like the very last episode, this guy is like, it's fine. I'll just keep loving you. And it doesn't matter that you don't love me. And that is not comforting <laughs> to me anyway. That's, that's creepy. Like, and IU, I really like IU as an actress. And I feel like she acted it really well where she was very sad to be disappointing him, but also very uncomfortable <laughs> with the fact that he just wouldn't move on. Because she straight up is like, no, I'm in love with this other guy. I can never be with you. And he's mm-hmm. like, it's cool. It's fine. <laughs> that's great. Please keep living in my house. <laughs> I will drive you to work every day. You're making my skin crawl. It's so awkward. And it, that's exactly it. It's like you got to duck out, dude. Like have some self-respect and duck the F out. So no matter who it's come from, if he's an evil genius or the sweetest little puppy, sometimes second male lead is just not a good choice. It's just- so the only other one that I, well, there's a couple that I thought of. Did okay. we talk about any other ones? We were pretty focused on Temperature of Love. Discovery of Romance. Uh, yeah. Oh, we have talked about this. Not a good second male lead. That's Sung Joon, right? Sung Joon. Yes. Because he clearly knows that not only is she in love with the other guy, oh. he is kind of falling in love with like his with the girl he had a childhood artifact with and then they oh, rediscovered it was trail the of trail of historical, historical breadcrumbs, breadcrumbs. Mm. he's falling in love with her so he's in love with another girl and he knows that she's in love with another guy but he's still psychotic enough to be like i need to win this and it's like what are you winning what is this what is this competition religious question for you becca or anyone out there do people really behave this way i don't know i've never had a relationship where like yeah i had a couple relationships where we should have broken up sooner but neither of us was brave enough to to do it mm-hmm. but i've never been in a relationship where it's like i'm staying in this because i i'm just going to win yes that's like who does that that's not in your best interest dude i'm so confused by it but however i'm going to defend chicken guy from 30 to 17 <laughs> Hey, I, he gives me SMLS in a good way. Because I feel like that was a SMLS done right. Yes. Where it's because like, he seriously finally discovered, oh, they're in love. Yes. I'm bowing out. And yes. he does. He takes her out for this nice day. And he's super honest. He's like, I like you a lot. You, are all, you will be my first love. And now I can walk away. That's great. And that's how, and that's just and it was not awkward. That's so mature. It wasn't dude. it wasn't condescending. Yes. It wasn't like forceful. It was just very like we're going to go out and have a good day and we're going to have an honest conversation and then I'm just going to let you go. Yes. And it was done very well. I think see that's and that's realistic to a certain extent where it's like I think that's how re- real people behave. You like we say no or we say yes to a relationship. Mm-hmm. If we say no, and I'm not saying there aren't crazy people out there. Obviously there are. Why do you have to put them in my entertainment? (laughs) (laughs) 
I go here to escape yes. reality. Not I worked fun. in the news for six years. All I ask is for none of that. <laughs> I don't need I it. I don't want it. I don't need it. I just want them to be happy and successful without some crazy lawyer throwing See? throwing rocks glasses at the wall and I'm all the kind time. of the other way around where I'm like I need it I need to see it somewhere mm-hmm. and I would rather see it in my dramas than on real TV I guess I would rather it be fictional for sure yes. but and that's the other thing is well I'll see somebody crazy like temperature of love guy or like and maybe okay so I also saw that coming off of watching him play a psychotic murderer in another show and it was really hard for me to get rid of that image of him and I think that probably played into how nuts I thought he was in this drama wait which drama temperature of love oh no he's really that nuts he is right oh he I quit, really but it was like I haven't seen him in anything it was else. like he threatening was it was yeah. threatening mm-hmm. you have seen him in something wait am I thinking the wrong thing I'm pretty sure he's in um uh coffee prince isn't he crepe guy from coffee prince no flipping way is that crepe guy hang on I might be getting confused the guy that, with the guy that dramas. speaks Japanese yeah, I, I might be getting confused. I think you're right. But I think it's Crepe Guy. Oh my Kim gosh, he looks Jay- totally different. Wow, he is handsome. Oh, hi there. <laughs> Forgot about you. I never would have put those two things together. You were so right. Am I though? Now I'm worried. I'm pretty sure that's him. Yes, yes, yes. He was. Yes, that was him. Wow. Yeah, and then he was in Voice. Oh, which I haven't seen yet. Girl. I really need to. You know what? Duel is getting me on my, like, jittery nerves. Like, I, I need to watch more of these dramas. Well, if you want to be anxious constantly, watch Voice. Okay, I'm going to. Because it was very stressful. But, again, I came out of that into Temperature of Love, and so I was like, oh, he's a sociopath. <laughs> Don't trust him. Because that, okay, real quick, if anybody hasn't watched Voice and you're going to, it's one of the most brutal K-dramas I've ever watched. Really? It's it's more really, so than Duel because I'm oh way more than I'm Duel. I'm watching some of these flashbacks because and I'm like, what voice, happened to this guy? Duel is about like some crazy conspiracy clone stuff, and that's disturbing. But Voice is about a serial killer. Ooh, I feel like 2016 or 17, whenever that came out, was like the year of the serial killer drama because that's when Tunnel came out too, and that one was super disturbing. Also, I. I want to be anxious now. <laughs> I'm, I'm like literally just talking. I'm like starting to feel my anxiety like just skyrocket. <laughs> Did you have another uh, bad second male lead? I think those were the ones I wanted to touch on the most. Those are the ones that bother me the most. Temperature of love. Discovery of romance will always. And honestly, I miss you with uh, Park Yoo-chan. Oh, yeah. I've never watched that. Oh, my gosh. The second male lead in that too. It's just like, dude, let it go. It's so. It's like it's such a testosterone fueled competition over a girl. Where it's like, I feel like they don't even care about her at all. It's about it's a competition. Her. Yeah. It's about it's, the right to say I won because I I have her now. Right. And it's like that's not sexy. No. That's not sexy at all. No. I do not desire that. No. Like, if, if the point of a romantic comedy in general is for me to be like, this is a reflection of what I want, that is not it. I <laughs> that is the farthest from it. And maybe that's why we gravitate sometimes, or when you and I agree on shows, it's on shows like Shopping King Louie, mm-hmm. where it's really not a person trying to, to take tear them apart. Because even in that one, the second male lead's like, not got a chance. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really come between them at any point. Yep. But it's about circumstances that tear people apart. I can get on board with that more than I can get on board with just an evil jerk. Yes. Because, like, 
it's not happening. No. Because no. if you really loved each other, you could both be like, hey, dude, F off. Mm-hmm. And it would probably work. Well, I think those are some solid examples yes. of SMLS gone wrong. I think we can, yeah. And I don't know. <clears throat> I went back and listened to our first SMLS episode today to even remember what we talked about because it seems like that was months ago. Right. And um, I, we brought it up then of like, what is second male lead syndrome? Is it where you like the second male lead so much yes. that you want her to go to him? That you want her to pick him. Or is it, like there's so many versions of right. what is a good second male lead? Or is it he's just psychotic? Well, and yeah. <laughs> so is he even a second male lead if he's the villain? Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is is If he's not, he's never a viable option. She's never going to choose him. He is explicitly part of the plot to ruin things to ruin their relationship too dude if you ruin it do you think she's gonna be like wow that was some pretty evil stuff you did i'm so attracted to you You want to go out for dinner now you've changed the way i look at you you're so powerful i really doubt it man like that's misplaced so to me i guess that's a good question because it's like no he's just the villain Mm -hmm. he's straight up the villain Mm -hmm. and and the same thing with the uh your honor dear judge the guy is the bad. He is the bad guy. He's so evil. What a terrible person. Also, there's like zero closure with him. Now That's I'm, disturbing. <laughs> yeah, he's still out there wreaking havoc on somebody the, on the courts of soul. <laughs> so it's just it's like nothing more frustrating. And I'm probably because I'm generalizing. I'm sure there are shows where I'm like, I love this crazy evil guy. Like kind of Tamu. Like I kind of loved crazy evil Tamu and Rooftop Prince. Yeah. But he was never trying to woo her. He just wanted to destroy everything his cousin loved. Yes. <laughs> Which makes more sense to me <laughs> than I love you so much. I'm going to destroy you and make you unhappy. Yes. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Any final thoughts on SMLS? No. <clears throat> All right. I have a uh, one fun thing that just popped into my head. Ooh, I like it. My husband. Ooh. So we've said every podcast. Y'all should know by now. And the only time I get to watch dramas is when I go to bed at night. Yes. It's the only time of my day where I can squeeze it That's in. That's your Becca time. And I'm usually so exhausted that I fall asleep at some point. I try to make it one full episode. It doesn't always happen. But what happens is I watch it on my on our laptop in bed while I'm laying there. So if I fall asleep, it'll just keep auto playing through all the episodes. And so my husband will come in and close the laptop and put it aside and wait till the next day. So his new thing now is he has been taking screen grabs of the next morning when he wakes up, when he opens the laptop, it's paused from when he shut it. Oh, yeah. So he won't look. He'll just, like, he's not even facing the laptop. He'll just shut it and put it aside. So in the morning, he'll wake up and open it and be like, I can't wait to see what the screen grab is today. (laughs) And then there's always, like, subtitles. And so he's been taking screen grabs of all of these things. And he's like, I think I'm going to make a video for you for Christmas. I feel like you could make an album. (laughs) This is, like, a collage for your wall of, like, all All these screen screen grabs. grabs. And I forget what. There was a great one from 30 But 17. Oh, I can't. I think it was like the dumb dumb friends, but they were talking about farting or they were talking about <laughs> something. But the next day he showed it to me and I was like, "This is like the greatest idea ever. This might have been the best idea you ever had." Yeah. What? How did he think of that? He just did I, it. He just said it's like it's his like favorite time of the day is to wake up and be like, "What's what, what subtitle am I it's gonna like read on my calendar of the day?" 
where you have like a joke <laughs> or a new word every day. But and he's always like, and I always like to try to guess what's happening in the show you should make, by the one sentence that's on the you screen. You should make a calendar of like one a day for 365 days. Of all like the Out of context grass. scene and from a K-drama. that's the part because if, I, if I'm super tired... I won't watch the show I want to watch because I know I won't. You'll fall asleep. I'll fall asleep. So I'll have to go back and watch old shows. And so sometimes it's like my love from another star followed by duel followed by (laughs) boys over flowers. Like it's never usually the same show two nights in a row. And so it's, it's, uh, I just wanted to say that that makes me laugh and look forward to it. That's, I really want to, we're going to put it together. I want want a day account. Like I want a desk (laughs) calendar where it's just a random (laughs) out of context. Random screenshot of this is genius. The days that he's the most sad is if it's like, a dramatic glare or a, oh, a, a, cl- yeah. a clenched fist or and like, there's no words. The credits. <laughs> <laughs> he did. One day he did get it's a freeze. the big hit symbol. He did get a freeze frame and he was pumped about that. <gasps> that is, the, that's the goal. He was pumped about the end of the show freeze it's frame. It's like good luck. If you get a freeze frame, you're going to have a really good day. <laughs> So anyway, I just had to say that. That's hilarious. All you right. have not told me that. I <laughs> know. Uh, That's been very it. funny. I've been saving it for you. He's been doing it for weeks. So You're kidding me. No. It was you his idea. Start texting me some good ones. It was his idea. He's pretty excited about it. All oh, right. Should we great. play our last game? Yes. All right. In honor of our BTS concert this week. Guys, I'm so nervous. Are we going to do a podcast? Uh, yeah. Maybe. I guess when we get back, we could. We could do it after DPR Live. We could do it, yeah. Or we could do it right after the show. I'll think I'll be too tired. Or I guess we could do it right before the show. We could do it Thursday morning. Or we could do it um, before we go on Wednesday. Yeah. Because we have nothing going on. I'm so nervous. Me too. We have to talk about what we're wearing. uh, Are we taking public transportation to the show? Man, I don't know. I don't know how to get there. Because if we do, we have to fall asleep on each other's shoulders. So we're definitely going to do that because there's a bus involved (laughs) to get there. I know the only way to get there is by bus, so... I think we should take public transportation you to the BTS show. everything. <laughs> <laughs> what show is that from? That song's stuck in my head all Isn't the time. That my love from another star. You are everything. everything. I have no idea. I cannot remember. <laughs> all right, Megan. Any final thoughts? Now. Mm. All I'm right. Ready. Actually, uh, real quick while I'm looking this up. Hang on. <laughs> No, this is a Mary J. Blige song. This is not the song I wanted. You are my everything. Um, I want to thank Megan for BTS uh, Kindness Challenge. Megan came to my keynote speech on Sunday. Oh, does that count? And I think it totally counts. Thank you for coming. Thank you for buying a ticket. It was amazing, She actually. acted like a superstar. She sat in the front and cheered me on. And I and thank you for your mom. Her mom came. We my, had so my mom, much fun. My mother-in-law, my aunt. <laughs> We had so much fun, and Becca did this um, little class on hand lettering, and so my other part of my kindness challenge this week, like I said, my last day was Wednesday, so I hand wrote thank you notes to all of my coworkers, and I got so many compliments on my hand lettering on the envelopes, all she's because just, of Becca. She's just saying that. No, I was really. totally wrong. It was Descendants of the Sun. How did we have that a second or That's what it said. Again, didn't even finish that show. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. They must play it a lot. We're going to Google it after yeah, this. Yeah, seriously. I don't believe it. All right. So we had a listener request to do BTS as Disney princesses. Yes. And I'm pretty excited about this because I wrote a million and then I deleted them all and rewrote them because I was inspired. Um, 
God, this is weird. <clears throat> All right. I hope I did okay. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? You go first. All right. BTS is Disney princesses. <laughs> Jin. I have Aurora. Ooh. The pink princess. Oh. <laughs> the one who is flawless. Yes. Kind of dainty, but in a very fun way. Yes. Just perfect. That's Sleeping Beauty, right? She's, yes. Okay. She's just perfect. That is a good one. And when I look at her, I'm always like, you're not even a princess. You're like a goddess. What is your problem? You're making me feel bad about myself. That's a really good one. The pink princess. I. We all know Jin loves to wear pink. He looks so good in pink. <laughs> he also looks really good with blonde hair. He also looks good in everything. <laughs> And some evil Jin Young wants to keep him locked up in a tower. Full circle. Perfect. Full circle. I said Snow White because he's the fairest of them all. (laughs) And also he has to take care of seven idiots. (laughs) Including himself. Including himself. Yes. Yes. So I said Snow White. I like that. That goes well with my next answer. So (laughs) sugar. I had Snow White. The fairest of them all <laughs> is what I wrote. You have to force him to eat. Okay. Like the witch has to force her to eat that apple. Mm-hmm. Taking care of seven idiots <laughs> like the unappreciated mother that he is. And then I wrote also sleep. I'm not dead, guys. I was just beautifully napping. Oh, man. I forgot that she sleeps, too. She sleeps, too. Because I said sleeping beauty. Yes. Because she sleeps also. We switched gin and sugar. Which is so bonkers (laughs) to me. But the only reason I picked Sleeping Beauty is because she sleeps. So then I also picked a second answer, which is Mulan. Because I feel like Yoongi, and this is a serious answer. I'm not trying to be funny. I mean, I'm always trying to be funny, but... (laughs) He, I feel like he's an idol because it, he like, it came and he just did it. Mm -hmm. I feel like it wasn't, it's not necessarily what he would have chosen for himself. Yes. I think he is obviously wonderful and very appreciative of everything that's happened to him. But like Mulan, she like had to do it. She just did what she had to do and that changed the course of her life. And I feel like I get that impression too from Yoongi that like, he he took this opportunity. He did what he had to do. And it was not necessarily like he was his dream his whole life to be an idol. But he did it and he was successful and happily ever after. I love that answer. Very much so. I love him. You're perfect, Yoongi. Shove up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. J-Hope. Ah, I really wavered on J-Hope. I had many answers floating through my head. I ended up with Rapunzel. Same. Really? Yep. I said Rapunzel too. That she just hopeful, is very joyful, energetic. Yeah, like almost, naive. Almost over the top. Yes. Then very sheltered. Yes. But like also is just a ray of sunshine. And just like, we'll just walk up to you and be like, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like J-Hope's like, oh, what's that? That's cool. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Well, I'm glad we have the same answer. That's Are really we going to do this with like everybody? Because we've Probably been pretty quite un- possibly. We're I'm three for three, pretty much. Pretty close. All right. RM. I had Belle. Okay. Smart. Nerdy. Mm-hmm. Loves a good book. Kind of all over the place. 
kind of in her yeah. in his own little world. Yes. Not into physical beauty, more into the intellectual type. Oh, that's really good. Right? Yeah. Also smoking hot, but he doesn't care that he's smoking They're hot. Not that important to him. Right? Yeah. He's more about the world change than he is about having the ideal life. Well, that's a really good answer. So I said Belle. I uh, stretched the limits of Disney princess a little bit. Oh, I'm curious. I said Leia. Oh, okay. Because I'll take it. Disney owns Star Wars right? now. Right, they do. So I said Princess Leia because he's very, very smart, very clever, very focused, and like concerned about the betterment of the world. And I would say after this week, he should probably also lead the revolution. <laughs> <laughs> like I would follow him anywhere basically President Namjoon President Monster Seriously, he's pretty great so he would be Princess Leia and he would change the course of all our futures I love that yeah you took that to an artistic place well you know always. me all right Jimin I said Jasmine okay from Aladdin okay Royalty, check. Yes. Mysterious, check. Gorgeous. Vaguely exotic, check. (laughs) He is the sexiest Disney princess. Yeah. Lush lips, very plush, very plump, very colored. Got a little bit of an edge to him. Right? That's why she's so great. He kind of sashays around when he walks. He knows what he's doing. We know it's not an accident. Also, the midriff. And the navel. Just always exposed. We know it's not an accident, Jimin. We know it's not an accident. Just the second. And you know what? I'm not buying the excuse that it's an accident anymore. But you know what I am buying? A ticket to that magic carpet ride. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) She just took a turn. (laughs) The way Becca said that, you guys couldn't see it, but it was intense. So I said he would be Jasmine. All right. Um, I said Elsa. Ooh, everyone is obsessed with him. (laughs) Accurate. Everyone is obsessed with him. (laughs) Accurate. It's getting ridiculous. And also it makes Megan upset that everybody is obsessed. Yes, because it's like, do I agree? Yeah. (laughs) He's amazing. Yeah, Elsa's got a beautiful blue dress and that braid is to die for. (laughs) But like, also there are other characters here, guys. (laughs) I swear, Jimmy Fallon, I was just like, do you two want to get a room? (laughs) There are six other talented men on this stage. (laughs) I'm not, I I don't know, man. I'm not saying he's overrated. No. I'm just saying. (laughs) Anna is an equally excellent character. (laughs) Jungkook is an excellent character. And he's a very good character. It was seriously, if you guys haven't watched Jimmy Fallon, Jimin the whole time you're just like, oh, you stop it right now, Jimin. It's so he's so cute. He's so freaking cute, it makes me angry. He's like so adorable. I was furious. I was texting Jeff like, oh, like, oh, effing Jimin. It's so obnoxious and so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. And I crave it. And I'm also like, stop it. 
but I like, crave it. It's like with Elsa when that stupid song comes on. I'm like, oh, that song. And then by the end, I'm like, let, let it go. go. <laughs> I'm like, I want to let it go too. Let the storm rage. <laughs> but she's like the feel. She's some bad guy. Why? Like, go. This is all her fault. But anyway, <laughs> this is not a debate about Frozen. I almost said. I cut you off and I'm really sorry. I almost said that Sugar was Elsa because he's cold. Oh, and wants to live alone in a castle. He wants to live alone. <laughs> yes. yes. But I, I digress. Mm. All right. B. I said the Little Mermaid. He's Ariel. Girl, same. Right? I said the same thing. Sweet. Curious. Naive. Innocent. Yes. Young. Funny. I would dare say that Ariel is quite <clears throat> funny. And I also feel like he's... He would he would smoke out of a snarf blat for sure, and he would comb his hair with a dingle hopper. Absolutely, and he'd be like, "What's a fire and why does it?" And I'd be like, "Burn!" We've told you this a thousand Stop times. Asking that question, a fire burns. Yes, do not ask me again. And like her little cave of wonders that she has, <laughs> it's like when he's showing off his ties. Have you ever seen those videos where he's like, "Look at all my ties"? It's like, movie. <laughs> Who needs that many ties? There's it's like some comeback thing. He's like, look at all my ties. And John Cougar was like, he's got more ties than my dad. <laughs> what ding dongs. all of them. I know, but I agree with you. And I feel like I also see his like wanting to see more of the world is like he went to try acting because he wanted to do something <laughs> different. And then all the guys in uh, BTS were like, well, we're not good enough for you now. <laughs> Mer people aren't good enough for you now. That's fine, I guess. All right, Jungkook. This I, one was hard, too. I had a hard time as well. I said Mulan. Okay. Because he's young mm-hmm. and inexperienced. Mm-hmm. And he has to pretend to be a man to go off and train with the fellow recruits. <laughs> It's funny because it works so well. <laughs> and also he has to learn from the other guys. Like He did. Mr. They taught him how to be who he is. man okay. out of you. Totally underrated Disney song. That song is awesome. My kids love the Mulan soundtrack. I think we have it memorized. Well, that Christina Aguilera chain. <laughs> <laughs> this is like prime. Reflection? Yeah. Megan, call it by its name, please. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> this is like prime early adolescence for me. <laughs> And I also think at the end of the day, he's just a chilled out tomboy yeah. who wants to hang out with a bunch of dudes. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's Jungkook. That's it. Can can chill with anybody. You can chill with anybody. Um, I said Merida. Ooh, from Brave. Yes. Which I've only seen one time, but if I remember cor- correctly, some misguided confidence <laughs> when it came to battling things. Yes. Like, I believe there are bears. There's bears involved. Um... <laughs> But also has lots of spirit mm-hmm. and is uh, just like great. Also, she's like an athlete, very athletic. Yes, uh, I really I remember liking that movie because it was like a mother daughter story, and I'm into a mother daughter story, but I really do not remember the plot. Does somebody turn into a bear? Her mom turns into a bear. Does she? Uh, I have no. not seen it in a very long time. Her brothers do. Anyway, yeah, misguided confidence when it comes to battling much larger foes. Yes, but um. Will, you know, learns along the way, that whole yes, thing. So I like that. Said. The only other thing I could think of him was Jesse the Cowgirl from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> Why Jesse? Why not like Woody? Because he's a princess. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yes. Because here's the thing. I don't see Jungkook as a princess, period. Like, I can, if we're 
giving him the equivalent female character, fine. He just doesn't have that like princessy thing about him. Maybe like Moana? I've never seen that one. You've never, you still haven't seen Moana. There are so many Disney movies I haven't seen. Oh, Megan. Jeff had to forcibly sit me down and make me watch Wall-E. Yes. Which I loved. It was very depressing. Yeah. But. It's a uh, sad commentary on the state of, of the it's world. It's so real. It's yeah. so real. But so beautiful. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Who knew I could just fall in love with a little robot? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I haven't seen Moana. I haven't seen Coco. I haven't seen... I just saw Wreck-It Ralph not that long ago. Megan. That was a good one. Switch switch lives with me for a day. I don't know. I want to no. I, I want to be unemployed for one day. It's and you so, come over here sucks. and be a parent for one day. That seems very hard. It is very hard. Yeah. But you could to watch Moana and Coco. I would do it for the Moana. Because <laughs> I've heard Moana's great. It's fantastic. What about... I also deeply, if anybody of you have seen Moana, I deeply relate to Taka, which is like the demon of the, the, <laughs> the spirit world, who is really it's mother like, nature. Oh, yeah, you She's showed really me that. mother nature okay. when her heart gets torn out. And I'm like, I, as a mother, deeply relate to this character of being like, I have given you everything. I've given you my body. And now I have the right to be an angry fire monster. <laughs> She totally told me about this character like what, right after Moana came out. She was like, Megan, I was crying in the theater. <laughs> I was like, I related to this demon person. That's so sad. Not that you relate to her. That, 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 that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the plot. And it's so real and it's sad. It's so real and so sad. I'm sorry that you Everybody feel like your heart Call your mom up. today Seriously. and thank her. For raising you, for giving birth to you, call your mother. Try to understand why she's acting like a giant Try fire monster. Try to understand why we all act like giant fire monsters. I don't have kids and I act like that most of the time. <laughs> but yeah, I need to watch it. I need to watch Moana. I need to watch Toy Story 3. You haven't watched that either? No. Oh, Megan. I barely saw Frozen. I barely saw it. Well, it's a miracle that we were able to complete this game. Yeah, so. sorry guys. To everybody that requested these games, I hope we did you justice. I feel like we'll have to revisit this one at another point in our lives. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. Yeah. So before we leave today, I think we should say if we don't podcast before the BTS show <gasps> and before DPR Live, thank you everybody for the tips and advice and the pictures and the emails and mm-hmm. the tags on twitter we've loved seeing your experiences and we're very excited that we can even if you're not going to the chicago show if you've already gone we're excited that we're all sharing this together yeah virtually to everybody that didn't get tickets guys i'm gonna be honest part of me really thinks i'm gonna go to the show and just feel really guilty for everybody that didn't get tickets in a fair way for everybody that had to pay astronomical prices because the ticketing system sucks um just know I'm full of self-hate 100% of the time and I'm going to feel guilt at this concert. So I will be thinking of you. With that said, I hope everyone knows that I will be doing my very best to make sure Becca's not feeling nothing, <laughs> anything, wait, is feeling nothing. You want me to go wait, 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 I'm working on double negatives here. <laughs> I'm going to make sure she doesn't feel self-hate the whole time. I won't the whole time. I will feel guilty. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. You I will too. You can't stop me. No. You're going to feel a little bit guilty. If you feel guilty, I just do what you do, so I'll feel <laughs> guilty. 
<laughs> or I'll feel guilty because like, oh, I didn't feel guilty enough. I should probably feel guiltier. All right. We're we from should the wrap up this train women. wreck. Right. We, on our next show, we'll invite a therapist. <laughs> Haven't we established yet that we do this because we can't afford therapy? <laughs> this is all we have. In the meantime, we'd love to know what you're watching. Yes. We'd love to know what you're listening to. Yes. Because of Chris on Twitter. Hey, Chris. Hey. I started listening to Monsta X this week. <gasps> oh. Who I have never really dabbled in before. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, they're pretty amazing. They're good. They have good stuff. They're really good. Yeah. I'm starting to feel guilty about not giving them any attention in my past oh, life. That's the beauty of K-pop. It's just giving and giving. There's so just nonstop goodness. Thank you, Chris, for being a Monsta X super fan because... Mm-hmm. You've opened my eyes to this whole amazing new world. Man, I realized sometime in, is it September now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometime this month that it's been like a full year since I've basically not listened to anything but BTS. It's been a weird year. It's been a fun year. It's been a great year. It's a enhanced really my year. life a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's been <clears throat> like a, one of the most focused experiences of my life. I love it. It's one of the best relationships I've ever had. <laughs> um, and also, like I said, let us know what you're watching. So mm-hmm. I'm watching Duel. What are you watching? Mm, Nothing really? Not really. Because I gave up 13, but, seven, 30, but 17. Uh, yeah, really nothing. Mm, so I'm on the lookout in. for something else. Um, so in Gook is coming back. And Jung So Min in a drama together. So mm-hmm. I'm like, that's like the beginning of October. So I'll probably start that one. Again, it's a darn serial killer thing. But like, whatever, I'm in. That casting's got me. I'll watch them do pretty much anything. Same. All right, Megan, do you want to take us yes, out today? Yes, please. Let us know what you're up to on Twitter at Nunia Business. Facebook at Nunia Business. YouTube. We're on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes. You can leave us a review. We're good with that. <laughs> um, what else? I'm definitely forgetting. Oh, check out our sponsor, whoarted.com, who-arted, A-R-T-E-D, who-arted.com. And man, am I forgetting something important? Mm, email us if you email, want to contact. That's the thing. Yeah, we've been getting so many great emails. Yes, Becca at NuniaBusiness.com, Megan at NuniaBusiness.com. If you don't hear from us right away, don't worry. Within a few days, we'll definitely get back to you. Also, I'm unemployed now, so expect the response times to increase. <laughs> <laughs> Something to look forward to, guys. I it's my I honestly have to pace myself throughout the day at work where I'm like, you don't need to check Twitter. You don't need to oh check your email. You do not need to check Facebook. Because you guys are so much fun. It's, it's like the highlight of my day. Yes. I have to like pace myself. I'd rather get the notifications all at once. Yeah. Than like let them trickle in during the day. So. And um, I've unprivated my Twitter now. So you can see me when I like stuff. You'll have to figure out who I am. <laughs> okay, Susan. <laughs> it's like a picture of me. So you guys know what I look like. You'll figure it out. Anyway, to everybody going to Chicago show, please contact us. Yes. Let us know. We would love to meet up. We would love to say hi. And um, yeah, if for some reason I don't make it out of this concert alive because I'm legitimately concerned about it. Oh. Um, we want you all to know that we loved podcasting. <laughs> I like genuinely might throw up. 
Like I might get so excited. I'm telling I throw you, up. I might have an upset stomach just thinking yeah, about it. We, I feel like every now and then it sets in that it's real and I'm like, oh God. I just don't want to mess something up. Everybody keeps telling me J-Hope and RM are like the forces to be reckoned with. And I already, I think I said in our most recent BTS comeback episode, RM has been making another play for my heart. Mm-hmm. This whole UN thing. Wow. <laughs> What's sexier than a diplomat? <laughs> Well, <laughs> what's sexier than a handsome, young, wealthy, loaded, talented <laughs> diplomat? Nothing. That's a K drama I'm waiting to see right there. I would only like it better if he was like a psychotic second male lead. You know, he probably has. Where you're it in like, him. listen, RM, I'm just not into you. That's what we have to do. What character in a drama? Yeah, our BTS. Did we do that one? Uh, no. Did we do that with God Seven? I don't think so. We we did what, like, K-drama, normal characters. Right. I feel yeah. like, who's this? Like, no, yeah, we should do, like, in one drama, who's who. Who's who. Psychotic second male lead's gotta be V, right? <laughs> <laughs> but at the end, it was just all a tragic misunderstanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, just didn't understand he turns him. around completely in the very last episode. <laughs> He can handle that kind of character development. Absolutely. He's an act. He's an actor. Yeah. Acting. Act, acting. Acting. He can handle that. So <laughs> Sorry, I got derailed again. All right, guys. Whether this is your first episode or your 34th episode. Dang, thank you so much for joining us on this really fun ride. And thank you for listening to Nunia Business.